Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Good morning. Welcome, everyone. 8 a.m. on the West Coast, 11 a.m. on the East Coast, where I see some smiling faces here. Craig's in his dojo. Welcome, Craig. Allie's in the Hanks Realty Group office right here in Gastonia, North Carolina, just outside the Charlotte area. Happy to assist with your referrals in this area. If you happen to have any, you agents around the world and around the country, tuning in to Agent Power Huddle. Uh, Zach, are you on? See if Zach's here this morning. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Awesome. Jesse going to be on today? Um, I guess not if he's not here by now. All right, let's roll with it. Well, this morning we are talking about sphere of influence. This is actually a follow-on call to our uh, first time we uh, covered this, which was two weeks ago. We talked about sphere of influence. And I've been the host of Power Huddle a couple of times. And every time I just over-prepare, I had way more material. And so we wanted to jump right into a part two on sphere of influence. To me, if you're running a real estate business or heck, forget real estate, uh, any type of business, uh, referral based is the way to go. Highly, highly recommend obtaining your clients by way of referrals. And when we're talking about sphere of influence, we're talking about making sure past clients stay a part of your tribe and continue to support you and send you referrals. And then obtaining your business. Think about, is it more difficult to get someone who doesn't know you, doesn't like you to do business with you? Or someone who is already familiar with you, has done business with you in the past, knows you, likes you, trusts you. Those are the clients that you want. And the first time we did this call, part one, we talked about why would we want to do it that way? Why would we want to run our business by referral or focus on our sphere of influence or expand our sphere of influence? Why would we want to? When do we run our business in that way? And then what can we do to expand? So we talked about that. And then it boils down to after we get it in our minds that this is something that we want to focus on, then it's about the how. And so we got several points that we want to make there. If you, uh, Zach's monitoring our Facebook, I believe we're live on Facebook. So if you have questions, feel free to ask there on the Facebook post or in the Zoom chat. And I'm going to do my best to monitor the chat box on the Zoom call. And if there are specific questions, thank you to Allie for posting that video this morning in our Agent Power Huddle Facebook group. Shout out to the Facebook group. If you're not a part of it, join. We'd love to have you there. But if you have specific questions about sphere of influence, we had a great call yesterday. Ask me anything. And that was the topic. If you have questions, put those in the chat. I'm going to monitor that during this call. And we will hopefully have a chance to answer those as we go today. So biggest question I get about sphere of influence, and if you're a new agent, new team member, if you've moved into a new real estate market, you're trying to get started, or you don't, you find that most of your business is coming by way of online leads or some other way from sphere of influence. And you're like, how do, where do I start? You know, what, where do I get going in this whole idea of building my sphere of influence and working your business by referral? And my advice is going to be, that you need to have a database of a place to start. And it can be as simple as a deck of three by five index cards. That was the way it was done back in the day, the Rolodex before the computers, okay? Handwritten index cards. It can be as basic as that. It can be as basic as an Excel sheet. 
or an Excel workbook. You can keep the people in your phone, but chances are you're not just going off of memory for all the people that you have. You have some type of system already. So evaluate that system and see, is it working for you? What changes need to be made? But you really need to be able to categorize everyone. We happen to use a system called follow-up boss. If you're in the real estate industry, I bet you've heard the name of that CRM before. If you're a part of lab code agents or any of the real estate groups up there, people are constantly asking, what CRM should I use? It's one of the hottest topics in real estate. What CRM's best? Which one should I choose? I'm thinking about switching CRMs. We tried six or seven different CRMs before we found follow-up boss. And I'm not saying it's the best one out there, but it's the best one for us. You'll hear people say the best CRM to use is the, the best CRM for you is the one that you'll use. And so we have found this, that follow-up boss is the one that works for us. We have the calling plan. We have the texting plan. It connects with our email. We use Microsoft 365 on our email. It brings all of those things together. And you can tag people. Those who send you referrals, those are A-plus in your database. Because that's the second part of, your data, uh, of the steps of getting started. First is having your database. And then sorting it in some way. Because you're not going to treat other agents in your market as an example, as you would your client base or your past clients. And all past clients aren't treated the same. Some are going to be A+. Plus. They can be graded A, B, C, D. If someone sends you a referral, they automatically go to A, A+, plus in your database. And those are the ones you put the most time and the most energy into. So start with your database. The next would be is if you, if you found your system, something that works for you, I'm going to share my screen and show you all a, a memory jogger. Zach, I need my uh, screen share enabled if you can. Done. Uh, there we go. I want to show you all a, uh, this is, can you guys see the, the PDF there? It's the ABCs of building your database. This is one that was shared to me. This happens to be in the Tom Ferry ecosystem. Shout out to Tom Ferry and the training that he does. But ABCs of building your database. So if you're starting with from a place of, I'm not sure who goes in my database, I'm not sure who needs to be added as an index card or added into my CRM, it takes some time to do this. But grab yourself a cup of coffee and a pen and paper or your laptop and ask yourself these questions. Can you, can you guys see the screen that I'm sharing? Make sure it's working. Okay, great. ABCs of building your database. And so it just starts asking questions. And I've got four different documents that are similar to this. And if anybody wants them, just email me uh, or Allie, and we'll get these documents to you. And it is a, it's a memory jogger. It helps you think about who should be in your database. So I don't care if you just move from Florida to Texas and you're in a brand new market. You have people in your sphere of influence. The people in your life that you have some type of influence over, you have a sphere of influence. No one is starting from zero. So use something like this as a memory jogger. So it says, what are the names of the members of my family? Okay, start with our family and then just go right down the line. What are the names of my spouse's family? My extended family, the people I consider family, even though they may not be blood related. And then just go right down the line. And guys, look at this. You just go right down the line. And if this doesn't get your mind going as to all the people that you know, that you have some level of influence over, all of these people are in your sphere of influence. They say that we all know well, I, I can promise we all know more people than we realize we do. The person that checks you out at the grocery store on a regular, but I mean, we know a lot of people. And they say that number is somewhere between three and 500 people. 
And if you have a Christmas card list every year, that's a great place to start. Go back to your list of people that you invited to your wedding. I bet you had to take that a big number and pare it down to the people you could actually afford to have at the party. So you know a lot more people than you think you do. And so you start with that and you just build from there. And so if you know three to 500 people, every single one of those three to 500 on your list is in the same boat. They know three to 500 people. So let's do the, do the quick math on that. How many people are you one step away from that you could get a referral from? That would be three, 300 on average times 300. 300 times 300 is 90,000 people. 90,000 people. And if you want to do a, a, another step of quick math, everyone buys or sells a home every six to seven years. So how many people are buying or selling out of that 90,000 that you're one step away from? How many out of that 90,000 are probably buying a home this year or every year out of that 90,000 divided by seven? That's 12,800 people that you're one generation away from, one a group text away from, one referral away from in your sphere of influence that are buying or selling. And I bet they're in this market. We all know people that are in other markets. Those could be referrals for us. Uh, send your referrals in Agent Power Huddle Group. We like the referrals. But that's over 12,000 people that you're one step away from. Hey, uh, Bill, I need you to meet Joe. Uh, he's super guy, great in real estate, super experienced. He'll take great care of you. And now your sphere of influence grows. Another tip I wanted to share about sphere of influence is when it comes to referrals, some of us get caught up in if we receive a referral, we go immediately to assisting the referral, the person that was referred to us. We would naturally always do that. But don't forget to go back and thank the person that sent the referral. And I mean, thank them in a big way. And do not wait until to see if that client or that referral works out into a transaction before you go back and, and treat that person and let them know how much the referral meant to you. It is not about the commission that you receive from that referral. You are rewarding the behavior that brought you the opportunity. So we were talking this morning in our huddle, the value of a handwritten card, it should be a handwritten card. It should be a box of brownies. It should be tickets to the game. It should be a magazine subscription. It should be some way of saying thank you to that person who thought enough of you and remembered you were top of mind whenever they had, they ran across somebody with a real estate need. And think about it with 12,800 every year, that's a lot of real, real estate opportunities. Right now, you know what it is? The conversation that leads into a referral opportunity, it's the back to school. How many people right now are empty nesters because their kids just went off to school and they're living in a home that's way too big, the kids are gone and they're sitting there thinking, I don't really need, we don't need 5,000 square feet. What are we doing in 6,000 square feet? It's just us. Let's, let's look at a town home. Let's look at a condo. Let's buy a second home. Let's capitalize on the market. Those are the conversations that are happening. So if you're talking to all those 300 that are in your sphere of influence, say, hey, know of anybody that's talking about how big their house is? Know anybody whose kid just went off to college? Do you know anybody who is just talking about how they got to replace their roof, replace their HVAC, all that, the joys of home ownership? Well, guess what? Downsize. Sell the house. Well, have you thought about that? I was just talking to my buddy, Matt. That's what Craig would say. You know what? I was just talking to my buddy, Matt. He was talking about getting over asking price, multiple offers on every house they offer to the market. They got a killer. 
marketing system for every house they put on the market. Let me, let me, uh, I'll put you in touch with him. He'll treat you like gold. I know he does because every other person I sent to him, he treats like gold. You got to talk to him. And now the SOI grows. And guess what happens then to my friend Craig, who just set me up with Bill or Joe or Sally or whoever it is. I'm treating Craig like gold because now he's a referral source. Think about how valuable every client that you have is, how valuable they are. Even if you want to look at it from a financial standpoint, the dollar value of where they are. Now think about the person that's constantly sending you the referrals. It's like a water spigot. I don't know if it's called a water spigot in other parts of the country, but North Carolina, it's a spigot. It's water that's coming out. Okay. Think about how valuable it is, not the water, but the water spigot. That's what a referral source is. And so that's why we want to reward the behavior of sending us a referral. We certainly want to treat that client like gold, but don't forget to, ref to treat the referral source like gold. So that's establishing the database and building the database. Biggest tip that I can offer in terms of uh, gaining referrals is to be remarkable. If you break down the word remarkable, it's that others are remarking speaking about the service that they've received. That's what remarkable is. If you provide remarkable service, a remarkable experience, that's what others are going to say. I want others to experience the same thing. That's how they remember you is to provide remarkable service. So the very best way to gain referrals, and when we're talking about SOI, we're talking about building a referral-based business, is to, is to provide that level of service that is so, so exceptional, so far above what the client was expecting, that they cannot help but remark about the level of service that they received, the experience that they just were able to enjoy because you took the time to figure them out, know what their expectation was, knock it out of the park. That is the very best way to gain the referrals. If you provide crappy service, they'll tell a whole bunch of people. You got to really work to provide exceptional service to have them tell about how great it is. So that's our challenge and what we do. All right. I had a couple of notes on my whiteboard back here. That's why I keep looking back. Uh, ultimately, SOI is about building a referral-based business. Uh, connect with on a personal level above real estate. I cannot stress how important this is. Am I still sharing this SOIs? But okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the yes. stop share. And if anybody wants that document, I'm happy to share it. Uh, hopefully, Tom Ferry is okay with me sharing it. He would preach rip off and duplicate. Um, but it's I've got four different documents like this that are similar to that, and as memory joggers to build your database. So happy to share that if you guys will. Um, Will email me. You guys can all connect with me at matthewhanks.com. That's where all my social is and you can email me and, and that sort of thing. Um, next thing I want to cover, connect with personal, on a personal level above real estate. We can never forget that we are in the people business. Y'all remember the key, the Ford, the, the car, the Ford, um, that's breaking it down super simple, family, occupation, recreation, and dreams. And think about it this way. If I was to ask you about your client, go into your database and show me the list of people that you're working with right now. Maybe the ones that are under contract or the ones that you feel like are your next 10 or 20 or 30 to go under contract. And you and I ask the question, well, tell me, tell me about their job. This person right here, where do they work? Okay, well, what do they do on the weekends for fun? 
What clubs are they a part of? Where do their kids go to school? What do they dream about when it's not work and it's not stuff they have to do every day? What do they dream about? Where do they, where are they going on vacation next? If they could relax and read a book for the afternoon, what book would they read? If I was to ask you questions like that about the people that you're working with, could you answer those questions? Do you know your clients at that level? Or is it just about the real estate transaction? Because if you connect with the, if you care enough about your clients to connect with them on that level, now you're in a position to pass the closing, stay in touch and bring value and have reasons to call and be and have reasons to be in touch. We have clients tonight. Our whole team is going to a baseball game here in town, the Gastonia Honey Hunters, with a couple that like two, three time past clients of ours, but they really feel like family. Closing's been months and months ago, but I have looked forward to this opportunity to get together with them, to spend time with them because we, we truly care about the client, their experience, and them as people. So when they're at the dinner party and someone mentions about the house being too big and they have to downsize, who do you think's name they're bringing up at that moment? Who do you think they are bringing up? Who are they thinking about? Who are they bringing up? Like they, they want other people out there to experience what they've experienced after working with us for multiple times. Guarantee they'll be taking the selfies out there at the baseball game. We're going to give them the VIP experience with the buffet meal and the preferred parking and the air conditioned box suite. We're going to do it all. They're going to be telling everybody about it. So we lead with value. We truly care about them, their family, and uh, want to stay in touch with them and want to be their realtors for life. That's how we build the sphere of influence. The next thing I want to hit on was when we talked about when is how often do you stay in touch or what can you do on a regular basis to make sure that your name is the one that's in front of them and they're coming to you and thinking about you when it's time to think about real estate. So a couple of tips about that. We have we make a big deal about birthdays because it's something that uh, is not just a standard. We all get the standard marketing emails on Memorial Day and Fourth of July, and you know th we all get that stuff. We all hate it. We all know it's impersonal. Nobody cares. We're on some database. You know, <laughs> we all know that. But when it's a birthday and you get a personalized uh, shout out card in the mail, text message from the team. And it's something that clearly is personal and it took somebody time to do it. It wasn't pre-programmed. It wasn't automated. It wasn't uh, mass mailed. Um, you're going to feel special about that, especially if it's the day before. How many people overwhelm you because of social media with, th with birthday wishes on the birthday? What about the day before? And seasonally, we do the same thing when it comes to the holiday season. We know that Christmas is is so busy. It's like the whole month of December flies by. We all have so much going on. So we pick Thanksgiving. We're thankful for our clients. We're thankful for every single opportunity. We're thankful for every referral. So we have picked Thanksgiving. And the thing that we do is pies. One of my first brokers in the business, mentors, said that he has done this and it's a wild success. So we tried it. And so we give away a pie to all these people that are past clients that send us referrals that support our business. I have friends that have family members as agents and they say, do not tell anybody that I refer business to you because so-and-so will kill me. But we know that you give the best service in town. I say, hey, no problem. I'll give you a pie on the sly. 
You're going to make, we're going to make sure you feel special and you feel included, but we won't tell anybody. So when you come in and get your pie, I'm not going to take a photo of it. I'm not going to put it on social. So don't worry. You can keep sending your business our way, but people know the people have worked with us. They know that we do it better than anybody else, or at least we try to. I mean, that's our goal is to be the best option for real estate in our market. That's our goal. So we do the pies. And last year it was 180 pies. 180 pies. Our office turns into Pie Central at Thanksgiving. So think about that. If you if you don't you don't have any contact with them at all through the year for in your sphere of influence, besides making a really big deal about them on their birthday, letting them know it's personal. If you have no CRM, use Facebook. If you have no other system, you don't want to mess with index cards, you're not good at Google Sheets, you got no other way of keeping track of it then just use Facebook. It's a great place to start. And I think there's even ways to categorize Facebook and put people in groups. So you could have your A plus people in a group on Facebook, I'm pretty sure. So use Facebook. How, how much time would it take? I don't know how many saw in the Agent Power Huddle Facebook group. Howie was in the office this morning. She was pumped about the call. She just held the phone out. We're all carrying a movie studio right in our hands. Held the phone out, selfie video. Put your pride to the side and say, happy birthday to you. Sing it to them. Hey, man, what if I did that to you, Craig? Wouldn't that make your day? You look on Facebook Messenger and there's a video, my, my face video singing. I know the singing's bad. I get it. It's not about the singing. It's about making you feel special. Oh, man, nobody else did that. What did it cost me? Absolutely zero. But it was memorable. I put my pride to the side. I did it. I bet you'll be thinking about it all day. I bet the whole year you'd think about that. I bet you'd save that video so you go back and watch it every day. I know Craig, that's what Craig would do. But imagine the impact it would make on that person. And if you make an impact, that's what being remarkable is about. Craig is going to tell somebody, you know, this crazy guy, he's in real estate, but you'd think he was on uh, a boy band somewhere. Hey, look, look at this. I say, really? My agent didn't do that. That's crazy. And I'm just, I'm just throwing out something to take two seconds free we all have the ability to do it with our smartphones and our database. Guarantee everybody's already on Facebook just as a place to start, just as an idea to think about. We've done cupcakes. Craig, did you, I know you want to chime in about how incredible that idea was. About seeing about the videos? Yeah. You do videos yeah. in our mastermind group. Yeah, I, I do that too. And it blows people's minds, man. And it's so simple. Yeah. It's so simple. Once you do it the first time, it's like, man, really do that? And me on camera, all that. I mean, we should all be very comfortable at this point, getting on camera or being on camera. We really need to be at that place and what we do. And so once you do it the first time, Ali, you did it this morning. I mean, after you're like, God, that was like, that took two seconds, like less than 60 seconds to say, hey, I want to film a quick video and, and to do it and to post it. And it happens just like that. So just, just a thought. Neighborhood parties have been big for us. We've got multiple planned for this fall when the temperature breaks a little bit. We ordered custom cornhole boards. We've got four sets of cornhole boards with our logo, the bags, the whole bit. We've got canopy tents. Uh, we've got a popcorn machine. We're gonna get an outdoor projector so we can have movie night in the in the cul-de-sac of the park of the neighborhood. Imagine, you know, if you're gonna knock on doors and you're asking knocking on doors asking people if they want to sell their house. 
compared to knocking on doors and inviting them out to a neighborhood party where you are bringing value and you just want to meet them. You just want to interact with them. You want to bring them value and you're bringing it to them. You're not even asking them to leave their street. Say, Hey, right here in this cul-de-sac right here, you know, we're going to have snow cones for the kids. We're going to bring some hot dogs. We'll have a movie night, you know, invite you guys out. Nobody minds that knock on the door. Everybody loves to be included and be invited. Changes the entire uh, conversation. We've done cupcakes for teachers. We did not this year due to COVID, but in years past, we have every teacher that was nominated on our social media, hundreds and hundreds of, we started with donuts and we've done cupcakes and we go out into, it was every single school in our county and every teacher had a label with their name on it. Thank you so much for what you do and a cupcake individually packaged. And we go in with our logoed polos on that day just to love on them, let them know how much we appreciate them, how hectic the first week of school is. It was something we just did just to be a part of the community. And we, we still have conversations going and opportunities coming because of that. We did that for years. Did the cornhole tournament. We did, we bought the, I mentioned the baseball for tonight. We bought season tickets, not because we love baseball so much, but because if you have a coach or you time block your day, I, I guarantee you have a time, your hour of power, if you call it that, or your opportunity to get on the phone and call and you're wanting to stay in touch. You're wanting to stay in contact, but you're have hesitancy to pick up the phone. Why? Because it's oftentimes you don't know what to say. So what if you said, Hey, you like baseball? Just got season tickets. Love to have you go to a game. You'll really enjoy it. That's an easy call. And all of a sudden, instead of dreading your time that you got to get on the phones, you're looking forward to it. What if it's an online lead and you call them up and they think you're calling about real estate and you're calling to invite them to a baseball game? That's a fun call. I bet you'll get a better response on the text messages you're sending to on something like that. It doesn't always have to be about real estate. 10 texts in a row about real estate and you're getting nowhere. Try a different strategy. Try leading with value. We have a bakery next door to our office. Tammy, do you have those coupons where you could hold one up and show them what it looks like? Tammy's our business manager. She's at the front desk. Y'all are ever in the area, you got to stop in and see Tammy. She's, she's sweeter than Bojangles Sweet Tea. It'll make your day just talking to Tammy for a few minutes. But we went to that bakery and we designed custom coupons that have our logo on it, their logo on it. That's it right there. So that's our coupon. We hand these things out like candy. Now, it does cost me because everyone that comes in, I pay for the cupcake. So I get a bill every single month for these cupcakes that we give away. But we give them away. We go on a listing appointment, we give them cupcakes. We have an open house. We're giving away cupcakes. Uh, UPS guy stops in the office. Hey, man, have a cupcake. I mean, we we do that because it is leading with value. Natural tendency when somebody gives you something is to want to reciprocate and give something back to them. And it also supports our local bakery, which we like to do. Very important whenever you have that person that wants to reciprocate with value. You gave me something, so I want to give you something back. You got to direct that conversation. You got to let them know what it is. Man, I, I appreciate so much. This is a typical script. End of the transaction. You've, you've knocked it out of the park. Client's tremendously happy. Don't forget to ask for the referral. Send them the link to your Facebook. Send them the link to the Google. <clears throat> but somewhere in that conversation, as they're experiencing, they're feeling that moment of gratitude. They are just overwhelmed with emotion at how excited they are about the house. They're about to get the keys. This is a major life event for them. They're about to share it on social. 
somewhere in there say, you know what, if there's ever a time that you are in a conversation with someone and they mention wanting to buy a home, wanting to upgrade their home, wanting to downsize their home, have a vacation home, invest in real estate. If you appreciated the level of service that we offered to you during this time, and you would like them to experience something similar, we're going to be here for them. Please keep us in mind. Please don't keep me a secret. Please share our name and number with them and equip them to do that. Here's this is the way to do it. Here's my card. Here's my this this would be the way to bet the best way to get a hold of me. Use this text me. Tell them to text me. Put them in a group text. If nothing else, make sure you make sure that you have their V card. Put in the V card, like like text them your card so that it's super easy for them to pull it up. Say, hey, just share my the card with them. Or better yet, text me and copy them in. And you drop that seed in their mind at that moment when they are feeling all of that gratitude. And that's exactly what they'll do. You got you don't expect it if you're not willing to ask for it. So ask specifically for what it is that you want. I want referrals. I want the opportunity. I'm going to treat them as good or better than what I've treated you. So please give me that opportunity. It would mean the world to me. Let them know. My business is based off referrals. I depend on opportunities. You you came to me by way of remember, John? Remember when Bill put you put us in a you know what? Remember when we started this journey? Bill put us in a group text together. Please do the exact same thing for the next person that you know has a real estate need because I would love our, our team is here to provide them that same level of service. We're at the bottom of the hour. These huddles always go by so quickly. I hope there has been a lot of value for everybody on the call or if you're watching the replay. Um, we, we love sharing. I've been doing this 18 years. We love sharing the, some of the things that we have found over the years that have worked for us. I hope some of this is getting the mind going about some ways that it would help you. If we can ever be a resource for you, please don't hesitate to contact us. Hank's Realty Group, the majority of the team is on the call here. Tammy is here. Allie is here. Craig's like quasi part of the team. He's in the office so much. Love you, Craig. Appreciate you being on the call. Judy, thank you for being on camera this morning. Craig, I can see you as well. Thank you. Thank you guys for being on camera. Appreciate you supporting the power huddle. Uh, did I, Zach, were there any questions that popped up on Facebook or on the chat? Anything we need to cover before we end? Matthew? Uh, no. One person asked for your email and I gave it to them. Okay, perfect. We'll be happy to help with that. I've got these documents and I can send them over. I think Judy, Judy I think had, had a question. Out. I think I just cut Judy off. I think she had a question. Okay. Hi, Matt. Yeah. Hey, Judy. Are you from Tennessee? Are you in Tennessee now or we're from where? We're close to Tennessee. We're just east. We're in North Carolina. Okay. Charlotte, Charlotte North Carolina. It's it's basically middle of the state. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right on the border of North and South Carolina. That's where we are. A little county called Gaston County, just to the west of Charlotte. Okay. So are you familiar with Tennessee if I have a client interested? Can't help with Tennessee. We've sent several referrals to Tennessee recently. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for thinking of us. We've sent a couple of referrals to Tennessee recently. So depending on the area, I might can put you in touch with really solid people there, but we're not your best best, uh, option for Tennessee. I'm not even licensed there. I don't, don't, we don't want to service that market. I see. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you for your- Thank you for considering us. Yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Happy to help. Craig, how you been? Not, yep. no, not, so not, sorry. Two Craigs, right? Yeah, Craig two Craig with two Craigs on the call. The one on the West Coast. West Coast Craig. I'm doing good, brother. How about yourself? Great to see you, man. We've been doing yeah, great. 
All right, Zach, I think that ends our call. If there's anybody else with questions, I'm happy to stay on. Otherwise, let's play that rock music that Jesse likes so much to end these huddles. And we'll wish everybody have a great day. And it's Friday. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.